Hello everybody and welcome to another episode of Valid Dreams. I hope you are I hope you have started quite well for you. I hope you're still dreaming. I hope you still wrote your resolutions even though you probably don't want to tell us. We've not seen anyone saying this is there yet. But anyway, um I hope <laughs> I hope you're still dreaming and claiming this is your year. I told you we are going to do a series on pivoting in career or transitioning and today i am privileged to have one of my friends one of my mentors um i like to call him my boss <laughs> mr elijah omagor and he's going to share with us his story with pivoting in career my boss you're very welcome thank you faith nice to be here Thank you thank you for making that time. So for those who don't know you just tell us who you are, what you studied also <laughs> and your career. All right. Uh yes, my name is Elijah Omagor. I am I studied law. I am a lawyer by profession with a bachelor's degree from Macquarie University and a postgraduate diploma from uh, the Law Development Center. I also did uh, a master's in business administration uh, from Esami and uh, I have worked mainly as a legal advisor, legal manager first at Stanbic and then uh, I went to Nelbraries Limited. But along the way I got interested in finance and I've also done mainly management roles with uh, financial institutions uh, for the last maybe uh, 10 years or so so maybe that was what faith looked at when she invited me to talk about pivoting in career so that's about me and uh, i want to believe that this is my year though the last time we said that then 2020 happened then 2021 <laughs> Maybe that's why we are fearing to say this is our year. Let's <laughs> not let happen again. Ah, 2021 was like just a merger with 2021 long year. <laughs> <laughs> Those things. <laughs> okay, thank you. So from law into finance, how did that happen? Why? Uh, so incidentally, Adoro is wanted to be a human rights lawyer. If I had uh, achieved my dream you would probably see me uh defending opposition supporters those kinds of things trying to to defend people's rights so I, that was my initial interest but uh, as god would have it uh as I was finishing my law development center diploma in legal practice I had no job and the only job opening that uh, came around was the one at Stanbic Bank so I ended up in the bank uh, if you look at my my university elective subjects I actually try to get uh, subjects to do with human rights international law so I had avoided commercial subjects because I didn't ever see myself uh, practicing commercial law but i end up in the bank and lo and behold uh, that is the job i had and i had to do it 
But in the process, in, in the process of doing uh, legal work at the bank, I actually got to love finance because I could see the impact that the bank as a financial institution had on our economy. Uh, that was also the same time I, uh, when I joined Stanbic, that is the same time the bank was listing the Uganda Securities Exchange. So I could see uh, that there was room to create positive impact through finance. And so I got interested in uh, knowing more about uh, finance, financial institutions, financial services. And I guess that is where the interest was born. Of course, I continued working as a lawyer because those are the qualifications I had. But on the side, I took a lot of keen interest uh, in the financial services industry. Okay. Um, in in hindsight, you say your electives were with international. What did you call it? Relations. National law, not, human rights. Yes. Those kinds of things. But not commercial law. In hindsight, would you have studied commercial law if you knew you were going to end up, say, at Stanbic and in the financial institution, or uh, you're fine? I think I am fine with what I did because, uh, again, as a believer, I know that my steps are ordered of God. If I had done commercial subjects, I would probably have done them because I'm trying to position myself for a, a, a lucrative career in uh, commercial law. But the subjects I did, I actually did them out of passion. And uh, maybe it brings me to the point really of your theme for this season of uh, pivoting. When I look back, I, I can't actually say that I pivoted. Mm. And uh, maybe when we talk of pivoting, sometimes it comes from a limited of life. So I'll, 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 I have worked with uh, Faith, maybe that is why she's uh, teasing me and by calling me her boss, but uh, <laughs> I'll just give an example of, uh, of Faith. Faith, you did, what course did you do? Food science and technology. Sorry, interviewing you, but that is fine. <laughs> yes. so, food science and technology. Are you currently practicing food science? No, I'm not. Yes, uh, but it would be it would be a mistake for us to say that uh, faith has pivoted because in learning food science and technology, uh, they are they are disciplines around uh, that particular aspect of your profession. And though you're not practicing food science and technology directly, I am sure that in the work that you do, uh, whether as a manager, whether as even uh, hosting us here on this platform, there are lots of skills that you're bringing from what you studied. So I'll go back to my uh, to myself that when you look at the the subjects that I studied you can clearly see that uh, my main interest at the time 
was uh, to do to do with things of helping people empowering people trying to help those who are disadvantaged uh, using the means available to me uh, to make their lives better and you find that though i am not practicing uh, human rights law you find that what i am doing in finance is not very different from what i set out to do as a human rights lawyer because the work i do in finance is about empowering people it is about making resources available for people to make their lives better so if you give it a broad interpretation what we call pivoting sometimes is just uh, a higher perspective of appreciating uh, your life your interests and maybe deploying them in a setting that is different from the setting of what you either started or the setting of what you began uh, your career with and then you move on to uh, another aspect i'll just give an example of that using a teacher mm. you know that teachers are usually very good at nurturing people identifying talent uh, they are good at communication so it would not be a surprise if a person who has uh, studied uh, education ends up as a, maybe a public relations officer or a human resource officer or manager we would say that they've pivoted but you can actually see that they've just carried something that they were passionate about something that they studied and they are doing it in a slightly different environment but in the end uh, the skills and the results are almost the same so it's like some sort of distilling over time into yes. who you who you really are because it's it's that inherent ability or that inherent uh, purpose that you're working in but in different maybe areas in different areas and different seasons and uh, and again why why I'm actually excited about uh, this topic of pivot is uh, we live we live in very dynamic times there is a lot of change uh, because of technology and all these things many jobs can easily become redundant mm. i mean uh, many years ago we were positioning ourselves as a country to say we need to tap into this uh, uh, business process outsourcing have call centers but uh, the other day i was paying for i was paying for my uh insurance and by yep. robot i did not <laughs> interact with a human being so what this helps us do is uh, to view our skills and competencies from a much wider perspective so if your current door closes it doesn't mean that it's the end of the world it is good for you to realize that you have skills and competencies that are still valuable and they can be applied in a different setting uh when when i was uh when i was employed at the bank there were many lawyers who were working within the bank and many of them were in different uh, departments of the bank and i noticed that many people because we had studied law for many people they thought that for you to fulfill your 
legal career, you needed to be in the legal department. But you see, the legal department at the bank at that time had about six lawyers uh, with, with just one head legal, whom the rest of us were reporting to. So you could see that uh, the, the opportunities in the proper legal field were very limited. But I know many lawyers who thrived by going into things like securities, helping the bank with its mortgages, then those who went into risk. So you could see that those who were, those who were wise enough to see their skills from a wider perspective actually did well with their careers because most of them were able to go into virgin territory and they were also able to grow because they were they were growing in areas where they had very limited competition because not everyone was looking at what they were doing. But what also helped me open my eyes because originally I also thought that because I am a lawyer, I need to do law. But at that moment, again, as God's things usually are, the chief executive officer of Standard Bank Group, uh, who was the main man at the time, was actually a lawyer uh, from South Africa who had pivoted from law and gone into mainstream banking and had gone into the career to the point of heading the bank. And for me, that opened my eyes to realize that, yes, I can actually use my legal skills. Uh, this gentleman is using his legal skills to lead the multinational bank. So it helped me realize that I didn't have to limit my thinking to just practicing law, going to court and coming back. And uh, that is what actually led me to, to go and uh, enroll for an MBA so that I could increase on my commercial skills. Ah, okay. Um, so what would you say is the place of career guidance vis-a-vis our education system uh, from the parents' side or otherwise? Yeah, actually, that, that, is, uh, that is a main, that is a need that we need in our society. Even, uh, again, from my own example, I ended up in law school not about law. I, I was. I probably went there because I lacked career guidance. I used to debate a lot. I I, I like arguing, and so we had this fallacy in school that people were good debaters would make good Should lawyers. Should be lawyers, yes. <laughs> Halfway the course. I actually realized that uh, law has a very small percentage of arguing. Okay, at least arguing in, uh, in court <laughs> be better because most of the work a lawyer does happens in the background. They are doing research, they are reading, things which no one actually appreciates you about. So when you come arguing in court, that is if you're lucky to do so, it is just a small percentage. Uh, if I had been guided well, I would probably have done economics or uh, even mass communication because those those two courses seem to fall in the areas that I am really passionate about. But when I considered uh, mass communication, I remember my guardian actually telling me that no, you can't you can't uh, get government sponsorship and become a, a 
Rumamonga. That is what <laughs> So you can see the, 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 the limited, the limited uh, career guidance that we get. And yet you know it that uh, anyone can thrive in the area of their strengths. So we tend to get lost in these uh, high-profile careers, uh, law, engineering, medicine. But the truth is that I have seen people who have done music out of passion and they've succeeded at it. They even make a lot more money than lawyers. It is because uh, career guidance, I think, should uh, should help us identify our strengths so that we can thrive in them. So I agree with you that uh, there is a lot of need uh, for not just career guidance, but helping young people get exposure early enough. Uh, because again, uh, I, I, I was fortunate that uh, though I had taken a, a career that wasn't really my original passion, but I, I managed, when I go to the bank, my boss at the time, Mrs. Gertrude uh, Wamala Kanugaba, was, is, is still my mentor and she was a mentor at the time, but uh, she's, she, she also helped me appreciate the fact that if I wanted to grow my career, I didn't need to restrict myself uh, to the law, especially now that I was in the bank. And I can see that her influence has had a positive impact in my life with the career that I have taken. And so career guidance uh, is key because not only do we, are we able to advise young people, but also expose them to realities because uh, uh, maybe if, if uh, I had an economist uh, while I was in A-level, they would have given me uh, good data to convince my, my uh, guardian that I would actually thrive more as an economist as opposed to a lawyer. So I hear you talk about networking and mentorship um, looped in with the career guidance. How else can we support these young people uh, and point them in the right direction? Well, uh, I'll first begin by saying that the help we give people can be very limited if they themselves are not motivated and they and know what they want uh, to achieve. So it all begins with uh, uh, young people. People, we need to be hungry uh, for growth, hungry about our personal development, because that is what leads us to such. Uh, you know, uh, you faith yourself. You know that. There are very few people whom you look up to. So it is those few people who can speak into your life. It doesn't matter uh, if I come and try to advise you, if I am not the kind of person you're looking up to, if I'm not the kind of person that uh, you admire, I may not have a lot of leverage and mileage with you. So the first point really is to encourage everyone that let's not give our careers and our lives to chance. Let's take an interest 
in uh, growing because when we are when we are interested in our growth then that is likely to lead us uh, to ask the right questions and also to link up with the right people but on the other side is uh, as life has become busy i think uh, many times we don't have time for people we don't have time for young people because i i know from my own life that a lot of my progress came from people who gave uh, gave time sometimes they gave of their resources uh, someone giving an hour or two just sitting with me in a restaurant and answering my questions about career answering my questions about life now if we don't uh, create those avenues of uh, interacting with people of answering their questions then we leave them uh, boxing in the dark and then uh, there are all these things of internship i have seen young young students uh, university students for example coming to an organization to do internship but you see that they are not being helped they are just given maybe to do clerical work and yet for those of us who are in those organizations if we utilize those opportunities to engage them uh, get uh, get to know their aspirations and guide them using our own examples i believe that in our everyone giving their contribution in their small way over time it would have great impact mm. wow thank you thank you so much for for those great insights um to those who are listening i hope you have learned something even those who are plateauing maybe you could just in closing there are those yesterday i had a conversation with a friend and mm. she said she feels her career has plateaued she mm-hmm. she's been in finance all her from when she finished school mm. but she feels like she's she's plateaued there's no more challenge there's no more so i was telling her maybe venture into something that you enjoy doing but she seemed hesitant <laughs> how to detail such a person i think your advice was spot on you know when you do a similar job for a long time you generally get bored because you're no longer challenged and uh, there are two options it is either you look for a new challenge within that job or you try and get another job but that can be very difficult especially in our society where uh, unemployment is high so there are not many opportunities to change careers uh, as opposed to when you are in a place where uh, employment opportunities are many but your advice is right again from my own example uh, when i when i left uh, the bank i joined nile breweries limited as a legal manager and one of the ways i kept myself challenged is uh, i then began uh, working closely with uh, a circle that was based at our church and uh, because it was outside Uh, my legal career it kept me challenged because i was growing i was doing things i was running uh, a financial institution that i had not run before but what it also helped me is because i found uh, over time i found my legal job boring because i was doing the same thing so i found my release 
in what I was doing at the church financial institution. So it also helped keep me alive. And my boss at Niagara is uh, Mr. Onapito Ekomoloi, whom I thank. When he saw that, he actually allowed me, he gave me a bit of flexibility to do the other job because I, I told him that I, I, I volunteer at church, this is what I do. And he was excited because he saw that uh, that particular opportunity also gave me release from mm. the boredom and the, the routine, the, yes. the routineness of uh, my daytime job. So I think uh, my advice to your friend is, if she cannot get, uh, if she cannot get the challenge in her present job, she can still look for challenges in areas her outside her her current environment and she doesn't have to totally uproot herself from her current circumstances but find a way of uh, balancing and getting uh, growth from uh, a different place altogether and you know when when you volunteer uh, it is easier to get volunteer opportunities than uh, paid opportunities okay Thank you, thank you, thank you, my boss, for making the time. And thank you, Fred, sure. for having me and uh, for hosting me on your platform. You're welcome. I hope we can do this again. Have a great rest of the day and rest of the week. And to those who are listening, I hope you've learned something. Uh, do send in your comments, your feedback, like you always do, whether on WhatsApp, on Instagram, on Twitter. And let's keep the conversation growing. Uh, you definitely have to keep dreaming and keep time. Have a good week.